Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Is your back killing you from sitting in an uncomfortable desk all day? Do you have pain radiating down your leg or down the arm? Call Dr. Joseph Miller, D.C. at the Tallahassee Spine Center and ask about spinal decompression therapy at 850-580-5252. Say. Welcome to the Talent Outdoor Show. How about that? You're JD. You're Charlie. And I'm and you're JD. And that's <laughs> and Grant. I'm Grant. He's back. <laughs> it's been one of those weeks. One of those days, holidays, we were driving over. I got CJ, my nine-year-old, with me, and he's playing with the dog, both dogs in the front seat of the truck on the way over here. And I'm like, son, you got to stop. Ain't enough room up in here. You got to stop. It's distracting me, and there's like 972 cars bumper to bumper in front of me on the interstate and and slow-moving vehicles on the right, and I just – I said, you're stressing me out. You got to you gotta stop. <laughs> so I get the dogs in the back seat, and then he starts picking – I'm like, you know what? Well, all the, y'all get in the back seat. to put you back there with them. <laughs> he goes, exactly well, Rusty wants done. to get up here, and I said, yeah, because you're in Rusty's the seat. <laughs> <laughs> he rides in there more your than you seat's do. back there yeah hey, uh yeah it's like dixie when the girls are in the truck and we put dixie in the middle and annie's in the front and we're all loaded up in the truck dixie gets this really despondent look on her face and she sits there and stares at me in the rearview mirror like dad there's people back here that are not supposed to be here they are taking up my lounge my lounge area i'm having <laughs> yep. to sit upright instead of lay down and be a bulldog is, and sleep in the is, back yeah, seat <laughs> this isn't right we're, we so we left we left mariana and um cj's in the front both the dogs are in the back you know uh, jesse was with we dropped her off uh, at nana's house to help cook um thanksgiving because we're recording the show on wednesday early and she goes well, i'm going to help nana cook i said yeah we'll stay off your phone and um <laughs> Yeah. So uh, I dropped her off. I looked at CJ. I said, you want to get in the front, boy? Oh, yeah, yeah. So he gets up front. And next thing you know, Dolly, the GSP, crawls up there and gets in his lap. And she lays down. And then, not to be outdone, here comes Rusty, one foot at a time, gets up on the console, driving Meekin. down the road. And then he puts one foot over there and another foot, and he just locks up. He's, I mean, his body is he's nothing but a muscle. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's rock solid. And then he finally gets over there. And he sits on Dolly, sitting on CJ, and he's he's just completely uncomfortable. And I didn't say anything. I'm just watching it, and CJ's laughing. And all of a sudden, I, he just rolls his head around there and you know looks at me with those puppy dog eyes and roll. He's got side eye that will just cr- mm-hmm. make you cringe, but not this time. He's looking over there like. I don't know why I'm being abused like this, but I really want to be here. Is it okay for me to be here? Like he just had that is okay. Is it okay? Daddy look on his face. And I'm like, <laughs> I was fine until they started aggravating me. Mm-hmm. The, the things that dogs uh, entertain us. Oh, the remember you were telling me about that retrieval training tool. Uh, yes. That, the that, launcher. Yeah. It uses a 22 yep. blank and launches a um, bumper. Uh, yeah. Uh, I got one in ordered one, got it in. 
trying to get Dolly past her little gun shyness um, and get her retrieving that thing. And it, it was sitting on the table this morning. I went outside. Uh, the dogs were off. No, they're out in the cotton somewhere. Uh, John Mark sprayed the cotton to open the last bowls and defoliate it. And so my, my yard looks like a snow covered mountain everywhere around the house and they're out playing. And so I opened that thing up. I shoved in. I said, well, I got three cartridges. There's a, there's a four a five and a six. And I said, ah, I'm going to go for the six and see how far it'll launch that. Thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I'm thinking it's a 22, right? Mm-hmm. There's not going to be any recoil. There's mm-hmm. no, nothing like that. It's probably not that loud. None of that stuff. <laughs> Big old heavy projectile. Well, I, I, I loaded that sucker and didn't even walk out in the yard. I was just right under the porch pointing it kind of up. And I forgot <laughs> that that house, this metal side and all that is an echo chamber. And when that thing went off, I won't say what I said, <laughs> But it was, it was, it was, Dead pretty, gum. there was some <laughs> nasty words. And then that's loud coming out of my mouth and my ears rung <laughs> until I was about halfway to Tallahassee. I'm like, Oh, that was much louder than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. There it's a great tool. And it like the last lab I had training him, uh, throwing a bumper for him. It, it got to the point where, and I was a lot younger then and my shoulders weren't nearly as worn out as they are now. And uh, I could throw a bumper with a you know a little piece of rope attached to it, and mm-hmm. I could throw a bumper a pretty good ways for him. Yeah. But it got to the point when I noticed that he would, I was training him to only go the distance that I could throw. That's about as far as he would range out on a retrieve. And then he'd stop and look and go, you know, stop and start smelling around. And I'm like, you know, trying to teach him back and go further out, further out kind of thing. But he's he's programmed in to run so far mm-hmm. because that's as far as I could throw. And uh, so I got one of those things that would launch that bumper way further than I could throw it. And it will – and it's – for for Dolly's purposes, uh, Max never was gun shy. He, he – gun went off and that was, that was his uh, – his trigger for excitement. That was, that he knows was the this time is game on. Yeah, yeah, game on. Wow, let's go. But the uh, but so that does two things, and it's it's a neat little device. And yeah, it does have a little bit of recoil when you put the put the hot ones in there, and you, you know you got to give yourself a little bit of room to to. Uh, yeah, I'll step a little further away from the house next time. I learned that lesson too when I was. Uh, well, apparently I didn't learn it well, but I learned. I I just thought a twenty two blank. You know, from a little bit. They of drive like nails into concrete with those. You well, know and I've <laughs> and I've used those in that house, and I've, I've used that device to to do that. And yeah, it's loud, but it wasn't this loud. Yeah, I mean, but that thing, it just. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I learned. I I sort of should have learned that lesson the day I walked out on the front porch with um with a rifle and shot a coyote out there about two hundred yards off the front porch of the house up under the carport mm. the porch you know it's got a wraparound porch on it and well, there, there's a reason we put all that insulation underneath the tin at the at the right, rifle ranges right. to, to cut down on some of that so and, and with my bad ears i shouldn't really be doing stuff like that but i look around and there's a coyote all right there's the rifle there's the coyote there's the rifle where's the hearing protection i don't know i ain't worried about it i'll just run out here and and no that's then which I got to where I, I keep several sets of of hearing protection. I'm trying to trying to protect what little bit I have left, and I keep those uh, the the either a pair of Howard Light or the Walker mm-hmm. Game Ear amplified ears 
with me in the stand because especially shooting my rifle with a muzzle brake on it it's uh it's rather loud so i i'll keep them in the stand and i just put them on over my hearing aids and it kind of it even helps helps me hear a little bit better even so mm-hmm. uh but uh, I, I like those to hunt with cause... did you get the did you get the speaking of hunting before i forget did you get the picture i sent you of the the the, the deer doing yeah, what was going on with that <laughs> I, I didn't know if that was out something stuck me or well if you look at it real close so so that is a I, i've got a a, a a big mama doe that's got twins and that's one of the twins here you go, Grant. I'll show you the picture we're talking about. Okay. So, so there's a big mama doe, and then there's there's two little twins. And one of the twins, and I see them almost every time I hunt that spot. I see mm-hmm. them, and uh, one of the twins is just frisky as it can be, just constantly jumping around and shaking its head and running circles around the other one, trying to get it to play. And and uh, she's just inquisitive as she can be she went up and i got another picture on on my game camera i'm sitting in the stand the other day and i'm watching them and she goes up and sticks her nose to the camera and jumps back like it bitter or something you know and uh but she's just she's just curious as all get out but the other one is real docile and doesn't want to she just wants to eat corn and and go about her merry way well if you look at that picture so the the twins are there and the the one the one that's jumping in midair, all four feet off the ground, and doing the sideways <laughs> twist like it's uh, something something got it. The other one, she's sitting there. The one that's jumping was looking at the camera again. She is curious as all get out about that camera tied to the tree. So she wants to go and she's up there investigating it every time it comes out. She's got to go investigate the camera. Well, her her sibling went up and touched her nose to her tail. <laughs> And that's what caused that. Ah, something got me. <laughs> so it's a it's a funny picture. But did you, uh, did you do you have that set up for camera and video or just camera? It's just camera. Okay. I think if I don't you, know. You I set I it for camera it. and video, and then you could go back you and go back get and a five it. or ten second video of that very thing. I'll have to get you to show me how well, to do that. You can either do it in camera bursts, like one, two, or three yeah. pictures, or you can have camera and video, and that won't transmit the video unless you request it on those Well, partners. you'll have to show me how to do that, because that would have been a hilarious, uh, a really hilarious little video to, 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 it, to catch. It might go viral. <laughs> But it was she, viral you know, like Corona. The, 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 the one, the one kid and the the, the other one, goose, the other one, and it jumped. You know, it was uh, absolutely oh, hilarious. <sighs> well, four, three. We'll be back in just a minute. <laughs> Do you love horses? At Talon, we recognize the best in training and trainers. We found this at Chevelli Sport, the region's best in world-class equestrian training. Whether you're a beginner, have Olympic dreams, or just love horses, Chevelli Sports will design expert coaching just for you. You can even schedule an afternoon, a day, or more with their world-class horses. Or discover how horses think and act in the Chevelli Sport family tour for an unforgettable experience. Chevelli Sport, providing high-performance training for the equestrian and equine athlete. Contact Chevelli Sport exclusively on Facebook. Have you been diagnosed with a herniated disc or arthritis in your back or neck? Dr. Joseph Miller, DC at the Tallahassee Spine Center, may have a drugless and non-surgical solution waiting for you. Call Dr. Joseph Miller at 850-580-5252. Set up an appointment today. Hi, it's Charlie at Talon. JD and I are proud to be sponsored by the great folks at Recon Restoration. Stephen and Ashley at Recon came to my rescue when I needed mold mitigation performed on my house. At Recon, they do restoration for mold, fire and smoke damage, demolition, and repair services. Recon also performs full-service cleaning, trauma, and crime scene cleanup. 
If you have repair or cleaning needs, we recommend you call Recon Restoration at 755-0628 or on the web at recon-restoration.com. Deer cameras, we, we just keep putting up more and more. But uh, man, I'm, it's I am, I it's am, addictive. I am addicted to cell cameras. They ain't no doubt. So last night, which was Tuesday night, I put up a new stand. Got this deer. This we call him Unicorn. I've shown you a picture of him. He's got like a six. He's a he's a nine point five on one side, three on the other. But the on the side with three, he's got about a six or seven inch long just absolute dagger that comes out right in front of his eye so it's not it don't even look like it's attached to his antlers but it is uh, obviously somewhere or another but it comes out and sticks right out the front of his face and i'm really concerned that he's gonna kill or maim anything he gets to fighting with but he's i'm serious he's got it pointed in a different direction and i've i've lost deer in the herd before from other bucks you know a buck with a weird set of antlers has put an eye out on a really nice deer and never see it again probably killed it you know they do kill each other in the wild um this time of year and this but i know where this one sleeps uh you know i know the route that he takes where he goes every day he is because of the cell cameras he is just predictable as all get out now it's just a matter of being at the right stand at the right time if he decides to show himself. So yesterday afternoon, we put up a new stand on on a feeder that's close to his bedding, bedding area that he comes to every afternoon or every night right at sunset. He will leave his bedding area and make a trip by that feeder and get him a little nibble of corn. And sometimes it's, sometimes it's in legal shooting hours and sometimes it's just after. So anyway, set up a new stand on this place and put my wife in it because i want her to kill it she's never killed a a, a mountable trophy deer i want her to get this deer so put her in the stand she and tater sat in the stand yesterday and they stayed there till legal shooting time was over at 605 they stayed there in the stand till 605 and she goes i'm getting ready to get down and didn't say anything it's okay so do me a favor run down there and check that feeder because i couldn't remember if we put corn in that one or not last time we filled up all the the feeders okay so she goes down and sure enough i see her get a cell phone picture of or the cell camera picture of her checking the feeder she comes back we're sitting there at camp at, sitting there at the camper 19 minutes after she was standing in front of the camera guess who was standing in front of the camera <laughs> <laughs> and she said bad words that i don't think i've ever heard her say <laughs> she called him bad names <laughs> <laughs> she was aggravated at that thing well that's yeah but that's hunting you know uh, it, it, it's, it, it ain't it's, killing it's hunting it now. is and that's it, you know and we we enjoy the time together and i get to sit with the with amanda my 14 year old yesterday and uh she's she's not as avid about it but she enjoys it because she can go there and we saw all kind of cool stuff saw a owl catch a I saw Al catch a, a a rat the other morning in the food plot. I got we got to hear quail uh, whistling at dark yesterday, and we got to see all sorts of beautiful sunset and everything else. And she's sitting there reading a book, and she's cool with it. Had a good time. So. Did I did I tell the story last week about Donna 
going dove hunting or was that no. the week before i hadn't so i hadn't you, been able to tell not. that on the radio you i know hadn't. i told you in your office <clears throat> you did tell me <clears throat> but uh anyway so as you know but not everybody knows uh, my wife donna her her uh her father donald ganey was a, a big fisherman and hunter I mean, mm-hmm. that's what he did he worked for mckenzie tank lines his whole career and and he just uh but you know he was into the same stuff we're into yep and you know i just thought the world of that old man he he me too uh, made the best duck gum, duck gumbo <laughs> on the planet and she's fixing to do some of that here shortly um so uh you know i yeah he's just a cool cool guy i remember sitting on the tailgate of his old beat up pickup truck in his yard asking for his blessing when i was going to ask her to marry me and i said i know i'm I'm about nine years older, but I got a stable life. And, I know I'm a dirty you know, old man that used to watch her walk across the school zone <laughs> at Florida High when I was a cop there. I don't but, ever remember actually seeing her. <laughs> I do, because I knew Donald before you did, and I well, knew I that that know. was his youngin. Well, not, but when you're grown up, nine years in age difference doesn't mean nothing. But when <laughs> but when you're when you're a cop watching this middle school kid. When you're kid, 25 and they're 15, <laughs> it kind of makes you. Makes I mean, you yeah. Like, I mean, it, Grant, you got to put it in perspective, son. Yeah. <laughs> you're sitting there it's at what stage of your life does it matter you know it's it's a it's it's you know i never would have thought twice about it then but later on when she was a dispatcher at the sheriff's office and i was a detective at the sheriff's office you're like wait a it second was fair game and you, How you know doing? It, was a, it was a hard fought it was a hard fought battle but i won her and um and and 21 years later i'm never been happier but so she used to go hunting with her daddy, dove hunting, fishing, stuff like that. But she was always the bird dog. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's a little girl and she would go get the birds and bring them back. And and when Donna, we took her to her tower shoot up there for, uh, I think it was Quail Forever earlier this year. And she, she was hunting and next to me and she shot a, a pheasant and just freaked out about it. She was so happy. And I said, oh, it's just a bird, honey. She goes, I never shot one before. I went, really? And mm. she goes, no. So, so she shot several that day. Right. And um, I'm just, you know, I was shooting at them, but this is all about her at that point. And um, so we, I took her dove hunting, um, went to Georgia, to one of our last shoots up there. And um, I found out that we needed one to work on a little bit of marksmanship skills for, for her and I as usual. And uh, also when you're talking to your wife, and you're hunting you need to make really certain that your communications are agreed upon ahead of time or you can get in trouble because to me i'm watching birds come at us and honey 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 that to me is an <laughs> encouragement ready. to get ready coming. here comes the bird that, that's that is that is hunt speak for here they come get ready to shoot them to her that yeah, was if you holler my name in a dove field if you want to see me just jump up and look every direction possible if you holler my name in the dove field i'm looking for whatever yeah. it is you see in that you think yeah. is close there, enough there, for me there to are shoot certain at. things in a dove field that mean you know it's like jd high bird that's <laughs> hey look up there's they're high but they're coming behind you you know might yeah. not actually mean behind you it's if you're looking at me it's behind you it's yeah you know it's if you're the, looking at me if it's you're, over look, there. you're looking behind you means you are looking the wrong way look the yeah. other way yeah <laughs> you know it's 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 there's things that you say to each other but you don't just holler some hey man what's hey jd you, you're not going hey what's going on there's apparently a bird around you well in our i didn't communicate these things very well and i said why don't you shoot the bird 
well, you were, you were, you were getting on me. You were getting on me. And I went, no, I'm not getting on you. That was the, and so we, so we clarified. So, so <clears throat> the gentleman over in Mariana, Jim Oliver had, had a, had a little private shoot the other day. And, um, uh, Joe invited me up there and, and great folks. It was a, it was a small number of people, but a great number of birds. One of the best bird shoots I've been on. And, um, and so we got, we took a skeet thrower home, one of the spares from the range, and set it up down by the dock. And we shot, me and my wife shot skeet off the end of the dock, which has always been a dream of mine to have just a place where I could shoot skeet over a body of water off a dock. And now it's in the yard. So it was pretty cool. And got her daddy's light, uh, 1100 lightweight 20 gauge, the Remington 1100 light LW. Um, and you helped me find a youth stock for it, put that youth stock on it. And got her out there, and it took a little while to get dialed in. I couldn't hit anything with it the first few few, few times. I had to get used to it. Um, got it worked flawlessly. Had one jam the whole day, which is not bad for eleven hundred style. That ain't gun. been shot, and they tell how long. Right, probably I not cleaned and longer than that. And so she took her daddy shotgun into that dove field, and she was down there by the tree. She wasn't with me. I learned my lesson. Mm-hmm. So she was down there by the tree, right in the middle of the hunt figure well you got to be there's birds gonna be everywhere and they were everywhere and um she uh lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once actually do i have to say yes you do in the car before my kids pta meeting really yes excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky i never win and tell well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. I got to watch her shoot her first dove. Um, the uh, Joe's brother, Clint, had shot at one, got a couple feathers, and it kept going, and Donna hit it dead, dead square, and it fell, and I'm... <laughs> I couldn't have been happier. Dude, and, ain't nothing like that. Seeing the look on somebody's face. I, I, last year, taking Allie up to, up to uh, Ted Turner's place up there last year and uh, seeing her mm-hmm. shoot her first dove with her little 410 double barrel. Yep. And uh, just, it was that whole, I pulled the trigger, the dove fell out, and she looked at me and she said, I think I got it. And I was like, well, baby, I know you got it because I didn't shoot. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's just one of those, that that whole surprise look, that I did it and it worked like it was supposed to. I so. got it. She she had a fantastic day. And thanks, Jim. I hope you're feeling better. Um, he had a health incident the last couple of days. Kind of serious. We're worried about him. But the... Um, but uh, Joe, you know, is always generous enough to invite us to go. And now that Donna went, she's she's going to be hooked on it. So we'll probably be planting some cornrows and stuff on our, that's on really, our property you know, next year. That, that's really all it takes to have. And, and it's and it's like this. You know, the place, the, 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 the Dove Club we're in up in, right on the Florida-Georgia line, 
Uh, as soon as we leave the show today, I'm headed up there, and you're not gonna make it today. But I'm headed up stuff. there. Yeah, I'm headed up there and uh, gonna go gonna go shoot dove. And it's a giant cornfield where they've you know they've they've planted sunflowers and done all kind of stuff to encourage the dove to be there. Everything legal to, to normal be agricultural normal practices. agricultural practices. You know, uh, but. Sometimes it's a matter of where it's at, and there was uh, one of the best dove fields I've ever shot, and we shot it for years. Was a, a friend of ours had a place down in down in Sopchoppy, and they would plant Benny every year. And Benny, for those of you that don't know, essentially is sesame seeds. Mm-hmm. It's the plant. It looks like almost looks like okra, but when the pods open up, sesame seeds fall out, and they would cultivate underneath it so it was just clean ground underneath that those sets and you'd walk out in that benny field and you would bump into those the, the benny plants and you'd look behind you and it looks like you'd been out there with a spreader spreading sesame seeds on the ground and that place year in and year out and they kept it planted every year so there was so you're attracting birds there every year and golly uh, there was just so many dove in that field and it was just because of the consistency and what they were planting. So it's easy to do if you got so a little bit so of So where do you get Benny seed? <laughs> I don't know, but that would be my suggestion to you. All right. We'll be back in just a minute. Hey, it's Charlie and J.D. from Talon. Do you have residential or commercial roofing needs? What about a bathroom or kitchen remodel? How about commercial construction? If you do, call our good friend Travis Sparkman at T-Spark Enterprises. They do roof replacements, roof repair, and new construction. Travis does commercial and residential work and has come to my rescue on more than one occasion, so I trust him to get it right. Find him at tsparkconstruction.com or call him at 850-766-1340. Some battles are worth fighting. They build character and teach important lessons. Other times, the more we resist, the longer we stay stuck, when a simple change would change everything. Is your bank holding you back? Try my bank, Prime Meridian Bank. Changing is easy. We'll show you how. Prime Meridian Bank. Tallahassee, Crawfordville, and on the web at trymybank.com. Member FDIC. Hey, it's Charlie and JD. We use a lot of fuel, from gas for our UTVs, yard equipment, and boats, to diesel for our tractors. And buying good, clean gas and diesel is important to prevent downtime and repairs. For that, we call Rainy Coffin. Running non-ethanol gas in our equipment is key to low repair bills, and it's available at San Marcos Shell and Woodville Highway and Gain Street Shell. If you're in construction, farming, or have a generator, call 222-1948 and let Rainy Coffin deliver fuel directly to you or find them at rainycoffin.com serving Tallahassee since 1948. And we're back. So when we were So you asking where to get Benny seeds? Will you go to um you go to McDonald's and you order a bunch of a bunch of Big Macs. They and even put sesame seeds on the buns. Do all be patty special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on the sesame seed bun? I reckon they do. Hmm. See there, some that just blew your mind. That, that, that was a commercial. Was that was a commercial back in the day. Oh yeah, some of that Thousand Island special sauce. <laughs> <laughs> so you scrape, you get you a bunch of sesame seed buns and you scrape them off mm-hmm. there and plant them. I don't think that actually worked. I don't but. know how I'm gonna get a fifty pound sack that way. <laughs> <laughs> go a lot out the, of scraping. Go out and dumpster dive for all the ones that've been under the heat lamp too long. If they still it's do all the that trash stuff. burgers at the end of the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I won't get in. I won't get in that story. <laughs> hey, uh, 
a few drinks to get you right there <laughs> being poor. <laughs> we spent all the money on beer. I'm hungry, Will. <laughs> well, if, you know, when you grow up in a small town and you probably actually know the person working behind the counter at said whatever whatever what burger time. chain there was, and you would <laughs> you would not actually get them out of the trash. You would meet them at the back door and say, I'll take them to the dumpster for you. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I don't reckon we get anybody in trouble at this point in time because no. that was in the 80s. <laughs> Hey, let me help you out with that a minute. And some of them wasn't even that old. Oh, they still warm. uh, Oh, we used to sit across the street in Mariana from the from the McDonald's. It wasn't McDonald's. McDonald's. McDonald's, Across from the McDonald's at Auto Parts, and um, the uh, we'd sit across over there, and we had we all had CB radios with linears and everything else, and and uh, you could you you could turn that linear on, (laughs) and you could talk over. The doggone uh, the 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 system they use to take orders where they walk up there, welcome McDonald's, may I take your order? <laughs> and you could talk over it. Yes, you could. <laughs> it was fun. I didn't. I didn't. I got tickled. I've got the hiccups now. I didn't even have that much of a linear. I think mine was only like two hundred watts. And yeah, you could you could overpower. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty much any drive. There used to be a Wendy's. There used to be a Wendy's. There was a Wendy's uh, billboard on the over auto parts. So you were standing in a parking lot one night, and there's a big Wendy's billboard up there. Boy, you got the hiccups. (laughs) It happens when I I got a. I got us something else for Preston to laugh out about you. The uh, well, you had him in stitches in here the other day. Now. The, uh, That's what I do. <laughs> so, so anyway, somebody uh, challenged somebody to shoot the the the, the, the sign with a bow, and oh, no. so next thing you know, you looked up at that. Uh, now bows aren't. I mean, arrows aren't cheap. And so, but I looked up there and it looked like a porcupine coming out of that sign before the end of the night. And 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 it wasn't long for somebody done shot the O out the McDonald's sign over there with a pistol. <laughs> Oh and, uh, Lord! <laughs> from across the street, uh. a, uh, I'm gonna tell you there's some stories. I kind of and I know, can't put a, names with them. It's so. a wonder I got out of uh, my youth alive then, because that's where being from Chattahoochee and we would drive to Mariana to the McDonald's because that's where everybody hung out at, and we would look for somebody to pick a fight with. <laughs> I didn't know y'all was bringing guns and bows and <laughs> stuff to the fight. I thought I was coming to a fight. <laughs> oh no, normally you know worst thing with me. Is ever happened was reaching behind my reaching in my passenger window and grabbing that uh that, that piece of oak tree i cut down made a, a hoe handle yeah and uh somebody reached him as beside his seat in the truck in his car next to him and reached and grabbed his hatchet handle and i reached over in my truck and grabbed my my piece of tree limb <laughs> and uh i chased him out the parking lot and uh I you know for anyway it was there was it was craziness back then now I mean now kids you know, do it, that it, today it, it, and they they're they're shunned for life for crazy stuff like that but well, back in the day the cra- I mean the crazy just, part about that though, Charlie is that yeah I carried a I carried a piece of hoe handle in the back of my truck mm-hmm. and most everybody did you had some kind of whooping stick back there. And that's the worst thing you ever thought about picking up because there was a shot, usually a shotgun oh, and or a rifle. Uh, yeah, right. In, I mean, in the truck, hanging on the window or or in the gun rack behind the seat or something like that. And you never thought once about getting a rifle out and shooting somebody. Uh-uh. But but now you didn't think twice about grabbing an axe handle and going. To, <laughs> I don't. I never hit. Did you? Have you nope. ever hit anybody with? No, nope. I never no, hit nobody anybody or with any, nothing. And that or was to anything. keep you from having nobody. To, 
<clears throat> yeah, so that was to keep you from having to to hit somebody with it, I guess. I'm like, I'll get my, I don't want to fight you because I think you can whip me, but I will grab a stick. <laughs> and I have been <laughs> and in we're some... We're fixing to even this thing uh, up. <laughs> I, I was in a, a struggle or two. <laughs> oh, oh, my back hurts. Okay, yeah. my back hurts. I made it worse the other day, but I made it worse in a in a, in a great you, way. I get to say I did dove, this. Do feel injury? Yes. <laughs> so I was sitting on my doggone uh, little folding stool, and... Um, mm-hmm. And uh, and I heard, oh, I'm getting me one of those folding going like you got. Joe's got one. I told Don I put in for that for Christmas. I said that's what I want for Christmas. I don't know where you can find Good them. Good luck trying at. to find them. But, I know, but it, even if you do, they're expensive. But I tell you what, I've had that one for at least 15 years. Mm-hmm. So maybe more. It's Joe's lasted a long a time. Too, but it's can... a roto molded cooler. Oh. Uh, with the lid has a, a swivel seat mounted on oh, it, yeah. so it's, yeah, it's awesome. It's, it's and Joe can tell you exactly how many beers it can take, whether they're cans or the Coors can bottles or a bottle. He can tell you exactly how many fit in there with ice <laughs> and without ice. Well, I can tell you, it's got <laughs> enough space underneath there to put some 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 cool water and and ice and yeah. it hold uh-huh. it, the the lid if you turn it upside down will hold four boxes of shotgun shells. I don't know if you knew that or not, but it, you that. can. It's got to play. They don't even rattle huh. around. Huh. So, so anyway, <clears throat> I, how I got hurt was what had happened was <laughs> I'm sitting there facing uh, in front of me, obviously. Well, that's usually where you're. And facing. to the left, I heard I heard Tar- Charlie birds birds, <laughs> and I turned over my left shoulder and I threw that shotgun up and <clears throat> I drew a bead on three birds right close together. And I mean, they were just perfect. And I can shoot that right to left shot okay. And I, but it was over my shoulder, and I couldn't twist. I couldn't. I didn't have time to stand up. So I turned, left my my hips and legs Bottom facing half one direction, facing one way. <laughs> and I turned my shoulders just as far as I could turn, and I went poom, and one just went poof, and I and I led the next one. I went poom, and the next one went poof. And I said, oh, my. I'm working this on a good. triple here. And I leaned a little bit further, which I shouldn't have done. And that's when – and I, I, I – And there went pull, you back. And that was it. That was it. <laughs> Did you kill but the third bird? No. Oh, I couldn't I couldn't, said, I couldn't get to the other one. It, it got to the point. And, and um, I looked over at Clint, um, actually, and I said, did you shoot? And he went, no, man, that's, but that's the prettiest double I believe I've ever seen. And I said – Oh, I paid for it. <laughs> and even Joe was like, man, that was good. And they were shooting doubles, you know, throughout the day. But I don't normally do that absent a large number of birds. Because what happens with me is when there's a bunch of birds, I get confused as to which one to shoot. Yeah. And so I have to remember to pick one out. And then because yeah, you it, shoot up in there amongst them, you're probably not going to hit anything. Hit, I didn't shoot the other day. The last time we shot our place up there in, uh, on, the, on the state line, we uh, – we were having some big flights of migratory birds, 25, 30 birds coming by, and I purposely didn't shoot just because they were the, – with the backdrop and the number of birds, I could not pick out a bird. So I just let them yeah. go and hope they came back around. Sometimes they did. Yeah. I killed two doubles that day. I was I was okay. kind of tickled with that. But it was uh, – anyway, so but what was doing happening with us was those little finches or tweety birds or whatever they are that fly around the ones that will flap and then go a little ways and flap again. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what those things are, but – um, they Dead. slip. They well, they slip in there. <laughs> they slip. They were slipping in there on us. And they'd come in one here, one there, another one, and you're not paying any attention to them. You catch them out of the corner eye, you'd see them fly in. But they don't fly like a dove, so they don't. That that, that problem don't confront me. Yeah. <laughs> and so, but then 
the dove would come over and you'd pull the trigger. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <coughs> and it was like a dead gum bomb had gone off of Tweety Birds. And you'd go, <laughs> boom, and all of a sudden, birds. I'm talking 40, 50 of them at one time coming out of the corn around mm-hmm. you, just going every which way. And you're going, oh, my God, what's going on? <laughs> and your subconscious just locks it. Just That was totally unexpected. So. So my wife got exposed yesterday to uh, to quail, not mm-hmm. quail hunting. We were, I told you, we put up that stand and we were cutting down some some right. high stuff between. Right. So give, making us a little shooting walk lane. Walk up in amongst the cut. Well, we had we had we were driving the buggy through there and I saw quail running on the ground in front of us and I said, hold on a minute, that's it. And I got up and I flushed a few of them. Mm-hmm. Well, that covey was scattered out eating in there. They wasn't all together. I flushed a couple of them, and she goes, that just does your heart good to see those birds. I'm like, yes, it does. Well, we went on doing our thing. She comes back a few minutes, and she reaches down with the loppers to cut down a, a thing. <laughs> and one of them come out from under there. Yes, sir. <laughs> Are you tired of that chainsaw that never starts when you need it? Do you spend your whole weekend fighting your old lawnmower? It doesn't have to be that way. Southside Mower has been serving the Tallahassee and surrounding areas for 39 years. They have a wide range of Husqvarna, Gravely, and Exmark lawnmowers, steel chainsaws, trimmers, edgers, and blowers, as well as generators, pressure washers, and more. If you need parts of service on any of your outdoor power equipment or it's time to purchase new equipment, stop by Southside Mowers at 1885 South Monroe Street, one mile south of the Capitol, or visit the website southsidemower.com. Are you looking for a place to buy quality shoes but want to work with a local small business that greets you like a friend and still knows what they're doing? I'm J.D. Johnson, and both Charlie and I use the shoe box for all of our work boots, casual shoes, and shirts. Jeff Weldon runs a great store that carries men's, women's, and children's shoes in a number of major brands. They know how to fit shoes properly and can even fit you in orthotics to make great shoes fit even better. If you see us, we're probably wearing a Carhartt shirt embroidered by Jeff and shoes from there as well. They're located at 2820 South Monroe Street, just north of the fairground. Tell them we said hello. Hi, it's Charlie and JD from Talon. We're proud to announce that in addition to our destination shooting range, the finest training in the Southeast, and our full-line gun store, we just opened Talon Outdoors, Tallahassee's newest bait, tackle, and hunting supply store. Located next to Talon Tactical Outfitters, we now stock a full line of fishing and hunting gear, ice, live bait, apparel, rods and reels, tree stands, camo, deer corn, and more. Come and see us for your next outing right here at Talon Outdoors, or call us at 597-7550. She reached over there and she was going to clip that that little old tree off right at the ground with them the the, the hedge trimmers, you know. And she reaches over there and she gets ready and she clips that thing. And when that little tree fell over, it flushed a quail right out from under her feet. And she, <laughs> I can't repeat what she said, <laughs> but she turned around and looked at me and she said, that thing scared me. And I was like, yeah, imagine 20 of them getting up at the same time and you ain't ex- expected mm-hmm. them walking through the woods. I said, I said, imagine that times 20. That's what a covey rise sounds sounds like. And it, she's, she's just about as 
scared of a snake as you are. And then, uh, but I, but I got my payback from from laughing at her because just a few hours later, when I was uh, getting ready to leave the leave the deer stand right at dark, I walked down and I had put out some uh, some scent uh, scent dispersal stuff, and uh, I'm walking back towards the stand to go collect my daughter and the rest of my stuff because I had left my gun and my bag and stuff up there by the by the tree. And I'm walking, and it's dark. I don't have my light on, but it's it's dark. It's it's dark enough. I can't. I can see, but I can't, you know, can't see real good. And I'm walking this trail, and I stepped on a a pine limb that was still pretty much intact and long. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I stepped on it just right, and it was just at such the attitude that it jumped up out the <laughs> it jumped up out the bushes, not on the trail. <laughs> and, and, and I came unglued and uh, went to draw my pistol that wasn't there. <laughs> I I reached for a pistol that wasn't there and jumped about three feet off to the side. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't have the pistol. I'd have probably shot the pine limb. And thankfully, my daughter was looking the other way, and I was like, okay, nobody saw that. I can be cool again. <laughs> Keep walking back. Mm. But uh, it's uh, fun stuff. Fun oh, stuff. man. <clears throat> so uh, so I, I, did you see – uh, I hate to turn political, but I just got to have a, I got I got to relish in this moment for just a minute. <clears throat> Did you see Kyle Rittenhouse and the things he said directed towards uh, President Brandon and um, and uh, and and just in general? No, I didn't. Okay, I, I, I and I didn't watch the interview on Fox, but I listened to enough of the quotes from him that you know, for an eighteen-year-old kid. He comes across as being, of course, probably well rehearsed, but he comes across as being intelligent and articulate enough to where when he said, you know, well, Mr. President, if, you know, if I could say something directly to you, it would be, you need to go back and watch the videos and the trial and then make your own decision before you say things that are, you know, blah, blah, blah against me. He's, and he used Def- some very Def- key language. Defamatory. Right. And he's trying to defame my character. And so he's setting he's setting up a I like that meme that was on there with uh, uh, the Sandman kid that won all that money from CNN and all and it says I won twenty two point five million dollars again two hundred and fifty two hundred fifty million dollars and then there's a picture of uh, Rittenhouse uh, picture of him saying hold my beer (laughs) you know (laughs) yeah wouldn't be surprised if somebody if a lot of folks ain't uh, ain't paying for that one for uh, you know I mean it's but it's so typical in our society now my 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 14 year old is <clears throat> very intelligent. She loves court cases and she's been, she kept up with the, the trial there and she's been watching the, was it the Aubrey trial up in Georgia and, right. and stuff. And it, you know, it's so, it's so typical of, of our society now to read the first sentence of an article. And that's what the, the internet makes a living with it, with mm-hmm. the pop-up things, you know. The, oh, and they the, make, they the, make the it sound bait. like, and, and, <clears throat> and, and, and Fox, everybody's bad about that. They make it sound Everybody, like. Everybody, yes, both sides you know, of the, You won't the, believe what so-and-so said. And then you read the whole article and you're going, I'm still trying to figure out what he said because I just don't get it. <laughs> right. What or, he say? Or, or, you know, if you get on the, the, on the, the, the internet news stuff, uh, apps or whatever you know if you believed everything you saw and you only read the first two lines there's an asteroid going to hit the earth every day you know i mean it's oh, yeah. it's it, or passing you know oh there's this dangerously close to the earth it's further away than the moon is but that's all of a sudden it's you know and I, we all recognize that it's possible for that to happen but and and 
but our society now will look at a blurb, listen to a sentence, and make up their mind right there on the spot instead of watching the whole, you know, or, or seeing all the evidence. And that's one of the things I was trying to talk to my daughter about. And she goes, well, so-and-so did so-and-so. I was like, well, are you sure? Because that's just two seconds of the, the video. Or I said, you need to see everything before, after, before, during, and after before you make up your mind and, and have an open mind about about whatever. Um, this uh, <clears throat> this guy that – and it's crazy that the narrative that, that one side or the other will try to push, this guy that ran up into the, the Christmas parade. Yeah. They were trying to – they were trying to – within to get minutes. Get away. Get try, with, try, before you, he had even been interviewed completely by the right, police, hadn't right. spoken to anybody. Before charges were filed, before yeah. anything happened. They're making it excuses. Was, they were – making an excuse that he's trying to get away because he had just got into a, an argument or a stabbing or pulled a knife on somebody or yada, 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 yada. You know, no. Uh, with, with, <laughs> written, with Rittenhouse, okay, so maybe maybe going there as a 17-year-old kid wasn't the brightest thing. I would have beat my youngin' right. butt. Uh, but, but once they were there, once he was there, and under those circumstances, um, I firmly believe that what he did was completely justified under the circumstances, and he was found not guilty on a trial. And that's the end of the story. Now it's just cleaning up what the media did because they got it. And the reason that they should sue the media is to keep them from jumping on the next person and the next person and the next person and vilifying exactly. people. But the fact that they will vilify somebody when a white kid shot three other white felons yes. who were attacking him and they vilified him including the current president president calling him a white supremacist when there was nothing in his past to suggest that certainly nothing to confirm it and then for them to turn around and some umpteen dozen felon uh who is a rap rapper who has violent stuff out there on YouTube and on the internet and in his music talking about killing white people. It's not to me. It's not about race. It could go either way. You can be a racist. On killing side. Anybody. He's talking about killing, but he's particularly talking about killing white folks. And then he goes into a parade of predominantly white folks and then drives through there and kills them, uh, kills up to six. Now injures just indiscriminately plows through, continues to plow through this thing, old ladies, little kids, everything. And then runs and and gets and goes to somebody's house and and get tries to get away. Now, if that had been, if that had been somebody who was uh, an oath keeper, because they've they've apparently they've identified oath keepers as a hate group, which it's not. But let's but let's say that it was something that could remotely be considered that. Okay, and and it was a white guy who was an oath keeper that plowed through a BLM protest and kept driving. They would have labeled him. Every bad thing in the world. I mean, even if it was a, if if it was a lifelong Democrat who never said anything on Facebook, and he ran through that crowd, they would immediately vilify that person, and that's what they do. That's what they do, and it takes away all, in my mind, all their credibility. And in this case, this guy is everything that. I'm assuming. Look, I'm assuming. Him, it, I haven't seen any of the interview, or if he even granted an interview, or if you know if he made a statement or any of that kind of stuff. But I'm assuming, based on the six counts now of first degree murder, he probably said something. Well, they had pictures <clears throat> of him in the car 
right. that night in that area right. that car and he that car that he used is in his video on youtube well the the worst part of it all charlie i don't know if you've seen this or not he was out on bond a thousand dollar bond he was granted a bond for running over his child's mother with that car right so he's used that car as a weapon uh, in the yeah. past and was allowed to get out of jail for for running and, intentionally and running over and, somebody and, and, in and a domestic they're, they're situation. calling this a crash not a not a, <clears throat> a, they, oh, they labeled it as a crash the, the way they're reporting on it that's the that's where this country's at right now and yeah. the reason and until and, and and like they say words matter and the fact that they're using all those words the left hates the right beyond any level of comprehension beyond any ability to <laughs> yeah. reach any sort of stability or agreement going forward i don't see this getting any better now yeah. how does that relate back to what we do for a living we teach people to protect themselves we yeah. train people to protect and themselves if and we, you're presented and, with a situation like that and you're a concealed carry holder and you see somebody using a vehicle as a weapon what do you do shooting a car shooting a car just for folks that don't know shooting a car with a gun and i don't care how big the gun is because until you get up to about a 50 bmg uh cars don't stop when bullets hit them not if you're in front of it get get out from the side i mean you know yeah can you shoot someone driving a car towards a crowd that is very clearly intentionally yeah i mean that's that's a conversation for a different show maybe uh Something we can cover next week in a little more detail. Yeah, I think so too. That's it, and, and it, a car is a, can be a weapon, just like a skateboard can be a weapon or a, a axe handle. Can and you be can a use it as a weapon? Absolutely. But, uh, anyway, <laughs> we'll be back next week. Y'all have a happy Thanksgiving. Hope you did. Hey, JD and Charlie here from Talon. If you're one of the thousands of new or first time gun owners here locally, or you're interested in becoming one, don't forget training. Knowing what to do, when, and how to do it as it relates to shooting for fun or self-defense is key to gun ownership. People trust us to train them the right way, and you should too. Call us to arrange real training for this very real world. And don't forget, we sell guns, fishing, and hunting gear. 597-7550 or TalonRange.com. Right off I-10 in Midway. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.